Chapter forty one of The Cliff Climbers. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Betty B. The Cliff Climbers by Thomas Maine Reed. Chapter forty one Fritz Offended. This odd little episode between the boar hound and the chirk falcons had interrupted the conversation of the two brothers on the subject which caspar had introduced nor was it resumed immediately on the termination of the affair for the look with which fritz regarded the departure of the bird that had so adroitly bilked him out of his bit of venison was so supremely ludicrous as to elicit long loud peals of laughter from the spectators fritz's countenance betrayed the presence of rare emotions profound surprise and chagrin strongly blended with a feeling of concentrated rage were visible not only in his eyes but his attitude and for some time he stood with head erect and muzzle high in air his glances speaking unutterable vows of vengeance as they followed the flight of the falcons never in all his life not even when the trunk of the elephant was trumpeting at his tail had fritz so sensibly felt the want of wings never had he so regretted the deficiency in his structure that left him without those useful appendages and had he been gifted with the wand of a fairy the use to which he would at that moment have applied it would have been to furnish himself with a pair not of beautiful wings for that was a secondary consideration but of strong and long ones such as would have enabled him to overhaul those chirk falcons and punish them for their unheard-of audacity for more than a minute fritz preserved the attitude to which we have alluded the demeanour of a dog that had been regularly duped and sold by a brace of beings for whose strength and capacity he had exhibited supreme contempt and it was this mingling of surprise and rage that imparted to him that serio-comic appearance that had set them all a-laughing nor was his countenance less ludicrous under the expression with which on turning round he regarded his trio of human companions he saw that they were making merry at his expense and his look of half reproach half appeal had no other effect than to redouble their mirth glancing from one to the other he appeared to seek sympathy from each in turn from karl caspar and ossaroo it was an idle appeal all three had equally surrendered themselves to hilarity unsympathetic as it was uncontrollable fritz had not a friend on the ground full ten minutes must have elapsed before any of them could check his loud cachinations but long before that time the butt of their ridicule had betaken himself out of sight having moved away from the spot where he had been robbed of his supper and retired with an offended and sneaking air to the more friendly concealment of the hovel it was some time before our adventurers could recover their serious mood but the subject of their mirth being now out of their sight went gradually also out of their minds it might be wondered that circumstanced as they were they had thus given way to a fit of jollity but indeed there was nothing wonderful about it on the contrary it was perfectly natural perfectly true to the instincts of the human soul to be thus stirred joy and sorrow following each other in periodic succession 
as certainly as day follows night or fair weather succeeds to the storm though we know not the why and the wherefore of this we can easily believe that a wise providence has ordered it so a poet who has sung sweetly says that spring would be but gloomy weather if we had nothing else but spring and our own experience proclaims the truth conveyed in the distich he who has lived in the tropical lands of ever spring where the leaves never fall and the flowers never fade can well confirm the fact that even spring itself may in time become tiresome we long for the winter its frost and snow and cold bitter winds though ever so enamoured of the gay green forest we like at intervals to behold it in its russet garb with the sky in its coat of grey sombre but picturesque strange as it may appear it is true the moral like the natural atmosphere stands in need of the storm End of chapter 41